started off with questions, and then it's number two. Things on my mind, why this, why that, what should we do? The question that the searches, you diving into seeking. Go fossil ass, leak it, these niggas get to tweaking. Where you don't be get to preaching, you don't be telling me that my fate is in the stars, you remain in the G. You got the recipe to get the ecstasy. I'm shifting gears on the thing that you won't believe. Now people don't deceive, she starts on Christmas Eve. It's from the start, that's why you trap, you stuck, you cannot leave. Man. You best be on your knees, and face your sins of you Don't knees. have no question, have the face, you trust, you told the truth. Thank you for joining us for episode 30. For my friends in the Atlanta area in need of an oil change and don't have time to stop in at an oil change place, Road Ready Oil Change in Detail is for you. Get in touch with Dave at www.get-roadready.com. Dave will come right to you. Success is Dave's only option. If you're in the Bay St. Louis area, stop in Mystic Bayou for your holistic and alternative health needs. Stop in to see Michelle and Joey or visit their website at www.mysticbayou.com. They're balancing mind, body, and soul. And for my friends in the New Orleans area, feeling hungry, call in or order online, stop in your nearest pizza hut, order one or two of their delicious pizzas. Don't forget the wings, pasta, sides, desserts. Call Pizza Hut today. How y'all doing, ladies? We're doing great. Good. How are you, Paul? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, it's a good day. Yeah, yeah, that it is. It's just the three amigos, no interviews today. <laughs> you know what my spouse calls us? What's that? The Astro Pals. <laughs> ah, that is so cute i know i'm like leave me alone I'm talking to my astro pals right now <laughs> oh, well today's show we're going to jump into a scary subject the subject of the saturn return dun, dun, dun. yeah depending on the age everyone it will experience at least one maybe Hopefully. two in your lifetime you guys are in luck today because on I Am Astrology Reading, we have someone who just finished her Saturn return. And we also have one, someone who is beginning their Saturn return. <laughs> and me, the old man, I already been through mine. No, but you're getting close to yours soon. Well, yeah, well, no, no. A couple years, right? Ten more years. I got about ten more years. Another decade. Well, oh, that's true. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when Saturn. Sorry, Paul. We're not trying to make you older than you are. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, depending on your school of astrology, um, Saturn can point to a lot of things. Um, some would say it's the most important part in your chart. Uh, it's said to be our life lesson, uh, our sticking point. Um, y'all heard uh, what's something else y'all heard as far as like? Well, I have a I have a modern. completely I have a completely uh, <laughs> different topic that we're gonna bring up on Saturn. Well, with the Hellenistic, with the Hellenistic, but yeah. But I'm saying modern, modern. It's uh, your fork in the road. That's how I kind of explain it to people. 
Um, it's way I, I see it as like father time, like the authority, like the clock is ticking. What are you going to do with your life? What are you going to do? Hard choices. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, that's a fork in the road. Like you got to make decisions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've also heard it referred to as your shadow. Mm, your dark side. Yeah. Uh, that, that thing <clears throat> just follows you around that you can't get rid of like luggage. Definitely, definitely. Um, but, you know, I also have learned that Saturn, you know, there's different expressions, uh, just like energy, uh, sign energy, there's different expressions. I mean, Saturn actually can point to an area that you're really, really good at. But it also can point to an area that um, is your downfall. I think that it's something that you've struggled with and because you have struggled with it so much that it can become uh, your strength. Yeah. You wrestle that shit to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you I've said, already... uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say uh, the astrologer Deborah Silverman always says you need to make friends with your Saturn. Yes, that's true. She does say that. Um, and, you know, Hellenistic wise, uh, Saturn is uh, suffering, right? So that's probably another reason why we have to make uh, peace or friends with our suffering. Um, and it, and to circle back to what you said about like being downfall, one of the words that they use is uh, downcast, mm. sort of like somebody who is always kind of like down and uh, depressed, down in the dumps, you know, miserable. Uh, it's interesting because... Wait, that was downcast? Downcast, downcast. Those who have a feigned appearance. Isn't Saturn often associated with Satan, the fallen yeah. angel? The, the the deceitfulness, the, the feigned appearance, the... Mm -hmm. uh, this, like, you know, this is not really who I am. I'm portraying to be this person but there's actually something else going on behind here i could also see it as like uh needing to face your demons like whatever demons you're struggling with like you're gonna face those with saturn absolutely yeah sorrows uh the long suffering you were talking about the hell even put through hell yeah 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 i have <laughs> i have a lot of thoughts on it uh i recently saw the movie little nikki have you have oh, you guys ever watched yeah. that Yes. Is that with Adam Sandler? Yes, 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 yes. Did you like just see this for the first time? Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> you're not that young, are you? Come on, you're only two years younger than me. No, but uh <laughs> when I came when I came from Cuba, I that that was it just oh. it was a different culture for me. I I okay. was brought up a in pass. a yeah <laughs> so I, i'm not with like you know i don't know a lot of american movies that are like you know with those must watch but uh my friends put on little nikki and um and i thought it was interesting because little nikki reminded me of saturn right but like a different a different way um because okay. yeah. he's he's one of the devil's uh sons right and the devil has two other sons one who's really strong and like and then another one that's badass. really yeah the badass and another one that's cunning mm. he's like he's he wears that false mask that that deceitful mask and so but little nikki is like the only one that's like just leave me alone like just <laughs> I, I i'll just be in hell like i don't give a fuck about this shit like go yeah. do whatever you want you know 
And it was an interesting take because to a certain point, you know, maybe Saturn is like that. It's kind of like they have to shoulder on this huge responsibility and they have like this name of like suffering and like a lot of like weighing down and stuff like that. But inside they're just kind of want to like be left alone you know like yeah i guess like society the the hermit is such a bad yeah the hermit it's yeah is very prone to melancholy and isolation (laughs) yes but there's so but in it like like if and if and for those that are listening if you watch little nikki you could tell that he's he comes from evil but he is not in the like he's not evil himself completely right. does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah totally it's been a while since i've seen that movie yeah so he's so <laughs> so so, so it totally is it totally is a shadow side but with that shadow side i guess comes the goodness you know it's yeah well you can't pick your parents i mean i guess you know we're in the love and light crowd so like <laughs> some of us believe that we do pick our parents before we enter this earth full <laughs> contracts well uh Ugh. psychologically speaking i'm not a psychologist but i did study it um what you just sound what you describe sounds like freud's id ego and super ego mm-hmm. Oh, that was beautiful, Paul. Thank you. Do you care to elaborate on that? Well, the her description of little Nikki and, and the brothers and the two brothers. Yeah. Um, like psychologically one representing one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's Freud's theory of the id, ego, and the super ego mm-hmm. um, having a battle. Uh, I think the id would be like our childlike um, impulses. Uh, as as far as oh, I need to use the bathroom. Um, the super ego would be something like, hey, uh, we we can't. Uh, there's no place to use the bathroom, and then the ego would come in and be the balancer between the id's wants and the super ego, and be like, hey, hey, guys. The reality. Yeah, uh, there's a bathroom coming up ten miles. I'll stop at the rest area. Um, that type shit, you know. Nice. I guess um, a little Nikki would be actually representation of the ego. Um, the big, the big devil, I guess, would be the super ego. The id, ego, and super id. And no, I, I uh, well, or, or, or little Nikki might be the id. No, actually, well, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I'm actually reading something here that says the id is more towards instincts. Ego is your, yeah. Ego's reality, and super ego is morality. I would think that the guy, the the big tool head guy, would be instincts. Yeah. However you want to, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think we're like overly yeah, dissecting this. Uh, like, what? When is this movie made? Like the two thousands or something? Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, I could also say that is also symbolizing the the sun, moon, and rising sign. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you could you could say that. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the ego, the subconscious, the conscious, and the superconscious. Or I could say that is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. 
No, oh, there's any which way you could turn the it. Holy That's for every religion here. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> mm. But we oh. are all inclusive. Everyone's welcome. Hey, hey <laughs> did you know? Did you know that it takes Saturn twenty eight to thirty years to go around the sun? I did know that. Yeah. <laughs> for some people they didn't so yeah that's why the saturn return but, is when you turn 28 yeah when you turn 28 it starts when you're 28 yeah, no, it yeah. Doesn't. technically it doesn't d what do you mean by that i'm glad you asked that question because, <laughs> because to be honest with you saturn makes its mark every seven years oh okay but the return though starts when you're 28 Yes. The conjunction starts yes. on here. But in all actuality, it's always the build up, the build up to your big Saturn return started at seven. When you were, when you were born? And then 14. Yeah. Something happened at 21. And then boom, 28. Now, now, D, guess what you, now that you're coming out of your Saturn return, guess what you get look get to look forward to? <laughs> My next Saturn return? <laughs> no, no, no. Your, your, your Saturn square. Your Saturn square. Or yeah. as- well, First as, comes as, the sextile, guys. Come on, let's be light with it. First comes or, the sextile and the trine and then the square. D. Oh, no, not the trine. Everybody, everybody knows this term, but they don't know it as the Saturn square. Yeah. What the term is? Mel, uh, no. Not midlife crisis, right? Yes, the seven-year itch. Oh, the seven-year itch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. But your mid. The seven-year itch is Saturn squaring. You you got your Saturn square. You Saturn opposition. You Saturn back to the square, and then boom, return. Your next Saturn return. Yeah. So See, I was so, right. So you the pressure gonna build up again for you, D, around thirty-six, somewhere around there. 70 years from your first Saturn return. Yay. And then 70 years again, You then you're going to be a, in your opposition. And then you're going to be 70 years again, somewhere in the 56, between 56 and 60, boom. You hit your, your second again. That's crazy. When I, when I turned seven, I got to this country. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. That was there a big turning. Considering my moon is in Sag, too, you know? Oh, yeah. Traveling far. That's pretty. To foreign land. But, but, okay. But, but, okay. Where's your, where's your Jupiter? In the sixth house in Virgo. Oh, oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, squaring is in opposition to the third house, too. So in twelfth house. So did mm -hmm. you do you move a lot? Me? In your it's in your sixth house. It's like daily routine. So like, does your job? Do you travel a lot for your job or something? I drive a lot every single day. I need to get out in the car and drive somewhere. Even if I now that I've been at work, I'll literally leave at four p.m. and like just drive somewhere, anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> literally, sometimes I'll drive just to drive, and then I turn right back. Just gonna it's go for a drive. Just gonna go cruise. <laughs> And go cruising uh ironically when where i was from yeah ironically when uh jupiter was in sag i uh my work was uh driving 
<laughs> so I, I drove a lot when when I was having a when Jupiter was in Sag. I drove a lot, dude. You, I can't even explain it. That's so crazy how astrology works like that. It really is. But uh, anyway, let's get back to Saturn because Jupiter already left. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the topic at hand is Saturn. Yeah. Well, I, um, last thing I actually wanted to bring up about Saturn was um, it acts differently in different elements. Sure. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Um, How would you say it, it acts in air? Saturn in, well, Saturn in water. Um your shadow, your lesson has to do with uh, your emotional body, feelings, and you know, intuition. Your um, spirituality, maybe. Well, well, that would be. I, I said water. Yeah. Now, now, if you want to get technical, what you just said, D, probably would be would be Saturn and Pisces. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's more specific. Yeah, but general wise, you know. It's about feelings and emotions and your right. emotional body and stuff like that. Um, Saturn in the air um, will have issues with the mind, thoughts, indecisiveness, and communication skills. Yep. Because um, <laughs> it's air. Air is intellect and, and all of that stuff. So anything dealing with air uh, anything you could throw in the air category, that might be your issue. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit of a know-it-all, <laughs> not like in a in a well, great way. Well, that could be that is a uh, Aquarius. That's a, an Aquarius a, thing specific. Air type issue, you know, um, <laughs> stubborn thoughts. <laughs> Stubborn thoughts. Uh, what would your Saturn being in that air sign be, mean? You need to uh, be more open. What, uh, what What are you doing with your anyway? Um, Saturn and Earth. <laughs> Saturn and Earth. You have issues with money, grounding, being in the body, mm -hmm. Definitely. production. Producing things. What do you produce? You know, practicality. And the Saturn and Earth sign, fire signs, um, you have issues surrounding enthusiasm, impulse, inspiration. And which are you? Aren't, aren't you? A, aren't you Saturn in air? I feel like you're Saturn in air. Yes. Mm -hmm. Is it I Gemini? I am Saturn and Gemini. Yeah, okay. I thought I remembered that about your chart. Yeah. So you uh, and Claudia dealing with air, air stuff. Yes. <laughs> and you are a earth person. Yes. Which is interesting because before the show, one of the things you was talking about with your Saturn kind of has to do with the body. Yep. Yeah. Oh. It certainly does. I hate <laughs> being in my body. Well, you don't like it? It's painful. It's a torture chamber. Well, it's very uncomfortable. Uh, that that's also a Pisces energy type thing. You know? Yeah, you have the uh, the Sun in Pisces and uh, Saturn in Capricorn. 
Wait, wait, wait. Can I, uh... Can I actually, uh... Say something here? Sure, but while you say <laughs> You are saying something, girl. <laughs> but while you say something, uh, I just... For the novice people out there, uh, your water signs are Scorpio, Pisces, and Cancer. Your air signs are Gemini, Aquarius, and Libra. Your earth signs are Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus. And your fire signs are Leo, Sagittarius, and Aries. What you want to say, Claudia? I, I just wanted to say that uh, I have this uh, from the Hellenistic Astrology, the study of fate and fortune. I just want to read written by, uh, written by Chris Brennan. Shout out to Chris Brennan. Uh -huh. <laughs> I just want to read uh, specifically of the body because I know we're eventually going to get into Dee's story, which obviously Paul and I know a little bit more. But for the people listening, you know, we're going to have the pleasure of, of hearing this. And uh, so of the parts of the body, Saturn rules the legs, the knees, the tendons and the watery parts of the body, uh, phlegm, the bladder the kidneys and the inner parts that are hidden. Of illnesses, he is indicative of those that arise from coldness and moisture, such as dropsy, pain in the tendons, gout, cough, dysentery, tumors, convulsions. Of disorders, it indicates spirit possession, unnatural lust and depravity. What, spirit possession? <laughs> Did you say spirit possession? Yes. So yes. I'm possessed? <laughs> no, but uh, but 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 spirit possession is is a part by of... by disease by disease possessed by these evil spirits. I would say you just need to get into you just need to get friendly with your Saturn. Uh, so I don't know if y'all saw that uh study that came out of Yale from uh they talked about sage, and uh they proved that sage clears like ninety five percent of airborne bacteria. Mm hmm. So they're literally cleansing a space of evil spirits. I mean, like that's how they understood them back in the day. Well, uh, well speaking of back in the day, I wanted to ask Claudia, what year was he making this uh, significations of Saturn? Valens? Yeah. Oh, this. so this is written primarily from uh, Valens's uh yeah, it's significations according to Valens. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this when's is, Valens live? Like, he lived around first century BCE. Okay, so when you when you talk about spirit possessions, demonic you, possessions is what yeah, they refer to it. You kind of have to to kind of put your mind in the mind frame of first CE mm -hmm. reference to, you know, well. Uh, just to piggyback off of this, because this has a ton of footnotes and one of them uh, refers so the to circle back to spirit possession, the uh, it was the original word is pathon or paton, P-A-T-H-O-N, like pathogen, like pathogen. Yeah. and it just says and its signification or, or uh, the translation is disorders of the soul or mind. So, so back then. Mental their illnesses, illness yeah, it. mental illnesses. But it wasn't so much of like the body or anything. It was kind of like the soul. The soul was sick. The spirit was sick. Yes, yes. So a I thousand got, times, so, yes. So, so, so I got a question for you. Uh, this is interesting. Would would 
being sick, like having a disease, be considered um, Saturn, Saturnian. Yeah, as far as um, absolutely, I feel like yeah, Saturn tells you where you're gonna have disease, like Capricorn, and like it would be your knees or your joints. And and I would say that uh, depending on the placement and the uh, the house, depending on the aspects to other malefics, yes, mainly ma- mainly to to Mars. Yes, um, <laughs> my mom. My mom has a chronic disease, and she has she has a Saturn Mars. Well, she has Saturn in the fourth, and Mars in Aries in the sixth. No, she has no. Sorry, she has Jupiter. In, in the six in Aries, but she's got a huge stellium in Scorpio. And the Scorpio stellium is creating a, a square to her Saturn in the fourth. Mm, I feel like stelliums are really hard to deal with. Yeah, stelliums are really hard. Like and my mom has a and my mom has a Capricorn moon. Like without even looking at the aspects or anything, like just looking at like where the planets are. Just like at a glance. I feel like stellium like really sp- jumps out to me as like, oh, this is a really concentrated area of life where like this shit needs to be focused on hardcore in this. Don't you have a study in the chart? Yes, in Capricorn and Saturn. That's why it jumps out to you. Right, conjunct Mars. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, 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 would you have conjunct Mars? Saturn is conjunct Mars. Wait, 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 I'm glad you said that. Now, even though this is a Saturn show, uh, Claudia, do you have balance signification for Mars? Oh yeah, please. I wanted to, I wanted to show you guys. Uh, Mars is even worse. And, well, so, and, and wait, it, so uh, the reason I'm asking because if you put Mars's signification next to Saturn, what do you have? Well, let's just start off. Let's just start off by saying that in Hellenistic, Mars was horrible. When people hear these words, they're going to freak a little bit. The star of Mars signifies violence, wars, robbery, screams, insolence, adultery, taking away of one's possessions, banishment, exile, estrangement from one's parents, captivity. Yet again, uh, Saturn and and Mars have captivity in common. Wow. The the rape of women, abortions, sexual intercourse, (laughs) marriages, loss of good things. Wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. Did you just say Valens was in the first century? He lived in the first century. Yeah. And did you just say abortions? Yep. Wait, they was having abortions way back in the first century? And most of the women died. What? In abortions. That was illegal. No, but I wasn't really going to the dying part, but... (laughs) The society-wise... Well, I'm dark, Paul. you got to deal with dark deeds. Well, well, I was just saying, societal-wise, we would think that abortion is a modern thing. Yeah, you would, it's, but it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's been they, going on for centuries. Well, that's why, that's why I stopped. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, sorry. Okay. So marriages, loss of good things, lies, hopeless situations, violent thefts, robbery, plundering, separation of friends, anger, which is the modern uh, view that everybody thinks of, fighting, verbal abuse, hatred, lawsuits. Uh, He brings about, Mars brings about violent murders, wounds, bloodsheds, attacks. Oh, attacks of fevers, ulcers, skin, eruptions, inflammations, 
yeah. imprisonment, torture. Yeah. Well, that's the part I wanted to get to. The infamous- yeah, I know. I just wanted to say all those really yeah, horrible, crazy. Do, but I, the, the reason I put all of it part up is because of the rashes and Fa- the- falling from heights or from four-footed animals. Poor hey, vision. Hey, by the way, um, I have great vision. I have, poor, I have bad. In my 30s now, I have 20-20 vision. By the way, I don't know if y'all heard about Ashley Judd and her her leg getting uh, crushed and everything. No. Uh, Um, Is that in Tiger Woods? No, that's no, no. Ashley Judd, she went down to like the course or something. something, And uh, she went to uh, visit her, her partner. And while there, she was walking in the forest and and tripped over a tree and, oh. and and crushed her leg. And she's like, it took a, them 55 hours to get her out of the jungle just to then get her to a hospital. And it was, it was you know, they were trying to save her leg and all that stuff. That's that was a bad Mars transit. Yeah, the reason I brought that up is because Mars was conjunct her natal Mars at the time. Oh. And she, and Claudia just said fall from heights and stuff. Yep. Oh. Well, uh, you just mentioned Tiger Woods. I did want to pull up his chart and see what's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about right. with celebrities. I just name another celebrity and hope for the best. <laughs> well, no, what with that crash he just had, I want to see what was going on. True. Yeah. If we could see anything, but yeah. anyway, we we on tomorrow. That's another show. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, and, and then lastly, it's uh, it also rules a apoplexy. I, I hope I'm saying that right, which is basically like a brain hemorrhage or like a stroke. And then of, of parts of the body rules over the head, the buttocks and the genitals. Internally rules the blood, seminal passages, bile, the excretion of feces, the back portion, your entire back portion of, of the individual, walking backwards and falling on one's back. Did you just say walking backwards? Apparently that was like a thing back in the day. If you walked backwards, yeah. If you walked back, like this nigga. But try to try to walk backwards. This guy is walking backwards. (laughs) 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 So, you know, uh, with with that being said, with all those significations, we kind of thought, you know, uh, with me being the old man of the show, uh, with my this is your show (laughs) no it's not it's ours um matter of fact glad you said that um (laughs) um, i'm glad you said that (laughs) why are you glad i don't have any get on here and talk saturn return right now (laughs) why are you glad she said that claudia because uh, i we had a conversation earlier about this so I, I was not speaking for D. Actually, I was not speaking on D's behalf at all. I was speaking on, on my behalf, but I happen to know that D is a Pisces and her moon is in Gemini. So I, I kind of, and she's got that stellium in Capricorn. So I kind of think that she could maybe possibly think along the similar lines. <laughs> yeah, but I don't no, think he's that told me before, possibly our show. You got to start saying our show. It is. It's our show. Okay. It, it is, but it's yours. It's mostly yours. It's ours, but it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> See, I mean, hey, if, if somebody, it's, that's kind of like, hey, um, hey, uh, y'all, y'all come over. Hey, this house is yours. Feel free, do whatever you want. And you pay the mortgage, though. Look, look, yeah. y'all, 
look y'all scared to go in the refrigerator and get something to eat and take yeah. off your shoes and lounge on the sofa. I said, yeah. feel like, feel free, take it home. Same. Well, you don't want us to feel too at home. Of course, because you pay the mortgage. So, like, we yeah. still have to be respectful of the house. You do all the, the, you put whole, all the hey, images together. Hey, this is your show. Hey, We're like, just here for the ride. Yeah, like this, like We're just six, happy to be here. Hey, <laughs> like 16 bucks is killing me. <laughs> what do you mean? What 16 bucks? Oh, see? I don't know. I don't know what that's up. Huh? I don't know what what I don't know what that reference is for. I oh it costs sixteen bucks to push this show out every month. Oh, it does. Should we well, start? Yeah. Should we start donating? Nah, I didn't actually. We should anything. start. Uh, I noticed that some artists have a tip jar on their websites. We should put tip tip jars. In our I don't know. Claudia has <laughs> been having some know. ideas. You know, you never know. I am astrology readings may change up our whole business model. <laughs> You never know. Um, All right, I guess this, this is, is like, a, this is this, this is, is part of my Saturn one. return. Yeah, it's <laughs> part of it. Speaking of Saturn return, with my Saturn being in Gemini in the first house, uh, you can my Gemini uh, my Saturn has to do with communication, and then you throw it into the first house. Uh, the house of the self, uh, you could see some of my issue. You're going to be known for having a podcast. Do what? You're going to be known for having a podcast. Well, I, well, well, actually, D, I wouldn't be known for having a podcast if I wouldn't have made friends with my Saturn. Yeah, very true. Because unfortunately. Podcast came like kind of later in life for you too, right? Yes. Yeah, like throw that in. Yes. But okay, just, I'll bring y'all behind, bring y'all in. Uh, are you gonna are you gonna say the Saturn return story? No, I'm just yeah, I'm just about to tell y'all what what I was dealing with, what my Saturn is about. Right. And and to be honest with you, I just had a conversation with somebody and uh funny thing, we were talking about email reports. Okay. And I said, uh, Saturn, my Saturn in the first house, uh, that person really doesn't know how that manifests for me unless they talk to me. Mm -hmm. It could mean, I, it could, there's a yin and yang to everything. Definitely so, worse. So Gemini, uh, Saturn and Gemini can mean I could talk too much. <laughs> but it also can mean I don't talk at all. It could mean you send uh, ten text messages at a time, <laughs> but then he'll go a whole day without without texting you, and you're like, "What? <laughs> what happened?" There you go. We love you, Paul. <laughs> I, I do want to I do want to say something, Paul, because um, we had a conversation uh, about your Saturn return, and I want to say that after that conversation, I I did one of these. And I just kind of like sat back and I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense now. Like I have to, I, I had to rewire my thinking completely because I understood what your Saturn return was about. Mm. And what was it about? A little bit of, uh, some of y'all, well, most of y'all don't know that I used to rap. 
uh, and P Dub. Yeah, and y'all might know now. That's me in the beginning of the podcast. That's me in the intro rapping. Uh, that's something I wrote, did the music, all that stuff. Well, wait. During this time, uh, my brother that started a um, rap uh, a label, and he was doing the music. And all the rappers on this label, all of them had connection to me. I got them all. Oh, I right? didn't know that. Yeah. My brother didn't know anybody. And so, long story short, you know, uh, we put this compilation together. It was, you know, nobody was actually getting shine. It was everybody. Um, and to be gut- honest with you, when I started, first started, I actually was by myself. And then I got a, another friend to come in with me. And then you hear him on our early stuff. And then the second stuff, you hear more people. And then on the third project, you hear more. But guess what? On the fourth little project, you only heard one person. Me. What happened? What happened? My Saturn return. Oh, no. Came and fucked shit up for you. Well, yeah, no. Um, It was communication. And it has to do with... uh, communication saying stuff or not saying stuff Mm. and when things hit the fan I didn't first house stand up Aries leader take initiative Mm -hmm. and say the shit that I had should have said Mm. to keep everything together yeah my Scorpio moon turned on. Got reclusive. Got mad. Got pissed and said, fuck y'all. Mm. And matter of fact, if you if you go on my website, I got three songs. Those mm. three songs are from my solo shit. Ooh-ooh. There's a song on there that says, can't fuck with me. Oh, okay. That song. Scorpio Moon wrote that song. Yes. (laughs) And if you listen to that song, people don't know that I was throwing subliminals all in that shit. Uh, You go listen to it now. Yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, um, also within my raps, I censored myself all the time. I didn't say shit that's a lot of shit that I wanted to say, but I would t- I would be like, man, I can't say that shit. <laughs> you were holding back. Yeah. And I was holding back because of other people's feelings. Yeah. And stomping on my own, getting pissed. Getting angry at yourself. No, I was angry at them for being stupid. Yeah. <laughs> for not standing up. <laughs> you got to realize I do have Mars and Aquarius. And his North Node there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, in the ninth house. So it's 
it's trying it's, my Saturn. Trying, it's why it's wise wait, of you to be trying, with the group. Trying my Jupiter, uh, my Venus, in a grand trine in air. Wow, I didn't realize you had a grand trine. Oh wait, you have a Saturn, Venus, Mars grand trine. Conjunct my North Mars conjunct North Node thirteen degrees in a grand trine. And and uh, where is your Venus D? Venus. Oh. My Venus is in Capricorn. So you so me and D have a Mars Venus Saturn conjunction. Yes. We two have two people two people with a Mars Venus Saturn conjunction and one person with the grand trine. You literally like, and we're three. Yeah. That's pretty. I would say that's a little significant. Speaking of speaking of, um, talking about keeping stuff together. Uh, earlier this summer, me and D had a little dust up, and it had to do with communication. Yeah, it did. And 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 to be honest with you, uh, D took something I said wrong. I really was joking around with her. And she took it personal, you know? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I was being sensitive. Yeah, I mean, we, but we, but, but then again, you know, from that point, I, my Scorpio moon could have taken over and I could have been, oh, fuck her and all this shit and boom, 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 you know? But I was just like, shit, it's all good, you know? Yeah, I was really bummed when we were fighting. I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it either. You, you know, I want to talk about Yeah, you, you, you're my girl. So, um, oh, I thought I was your girl. <laughs> we're both his girls. So. I know. I think he uh, says that to all his girls. Um, I know. Lady, ladies, who, who's ever well, listening? Whoever's listening. Well, <laughs> yes. We're his real girls. We a work couple. Your work booze, your your work <laughs> yeah, wives, yeah, work your booze. work wives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh so, yeah, but be honest with you, and to bring all of this full circle, uh, one of the things that we, uh, I just told Claudia this. One of the things that I really been hesitating on, I'm actually enjoying going live oh <laughs> yeah you like that Paul he's liking well, it he's liking well it. well I've been liking it the last couple of days yeah yeah wonder why why keeps you on because I've feet. taken the gloves off in my lives I stopped oh, yeah. caring whoever's sitting in there hey I'm not yeah. responsible for what you hear yeah. And if you if if I'm stomping on your beliefs and your whatever, for instance, for instance, D, um y'all remember the the um the Mystic Bayou live we did? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked me a question and I paused and I was sitting there thinking for a second. Yeah. Y'all the, the question was, she asked me, um well, what does the disc behind the saints mean to you? Yeah, I remember that question. Yeah. And why did I pause? I was sitting there thinking about, oh shit, how do I want to answer this question 
knowing they got some Christians out there listening. And I really don't want to just stomp all over their beliefs like that. Well, a wise man once told me not too long ago, he said, what you have to say is your journey. How other people receive what you have to say is theirs. Yeah. Was it Paul? Claudia. It was Paul. (laughs) I will never forget that. Do you know know one of the things that people hate? The truth? When you you use their own logic against them? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) But but we're saying that uh, uh, we tell people other things. We tell people things that in all actuality we need to uh, To ignite with inside ourselves. Yeah. You know, we see uh, we see other people as, as mirrors, and sometimes what aggravates us in other people, um, you know. So, for instance, uh, a a news reporter who who just gets on TV and just says any fucking thing bugged the shit out of me. Yeah. Why? Because you can't do it. Or you feel hesitant to do it. Exactly. You, you don't feel free to do that. Like, oh, she can do that. I want to do that. Yeah. No one can do that because so, I can't. So, so <laughs> how does how does my Saturn in in the first house showed up in my life? Uh, censorship. Mm-hmm. I see that. Not how did it- one uh, hesitant to speak my truth to people. People, please. Do you feel more comfortable saying whatever you you think now? Uh, I'm getting there and uh, the, the last two days on live, I just had an epiphany. And, and to be honest with you. What, like therapeutic almost? Doing these lives? Yeah. Yeah. Cathartic. You're you're practicing doing this thing you don't feel comfortable allowing yourself to do. But, but I really enjoyed it. Feels good, huh? You're comfortable with it. And I guess, and I guess, I guess, I guess what brings it out is when somebody asks me a question. And so, like you're the teacher? Mr. Saturn in the first? Well, 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 you know, he was he was talking about, well, would that be Saturn in the first or would that be uh North Node in the ninth? Mm, <laughs> a little bit of both. You can't separate um, them. They're your only one person. But to be honest, Well, the ruler the ruler of your ninth is Saturn. Yeah. And uh and Mars is there. So I actually I'm actually take a hostile approach to teaching other people. Mm. Maybe you gotta get the hostility out first. I, I, I actually would disagree because I, I would, I would say that you've taught me a lot, and you don't, you, I don't think you've taken that hostile approach with me. Yeah, you haven't with me. No, it's just not. It's because it's, you was it's, open. Because you was open, and you, you, you were soaking up. Not. Okay, so you're talking about closed-minded people, then, like, like well, I would the say line, that's like everybody. In there. Nah, but that really bugs the shit out of me. It makes you angry. Yeah. 
Got it. Mars. Yeah. I get it. How about for you, D? How, uh, how, well, how, how did, but before we get to D, <laughs> okay, sorry. I wanted to ask you since you haven't hit currently hit your Saturn return. Oh, I'm and, in it. Well, 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 I just can't see it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say yeah. because you really can't. You're speak, in the storm. You can't really speak to the aftermath or whatever. And I just was going to ask you since you can't speak to the aftermath, um, can you feel the pressure build up? Absolutely. I feel it every single day. How and describe that. Um, describe it. I feel. I feel the weight of my mortality so much more today, now. I mean, technically tomorrow is, is, is my 29th birthday, but I used to never feel that for me. I, I mean, I guess before my Saturn return, you know, the early 20s, the mid 20s, life felt so like free and whoopee. And if I take this turn, not, nobody cares and it don't matter. It's okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Fuck this shit. But now it matters. Know? But now it's like, oh shit hold on i made this choice that i had impulsively said yeah fuck it let's do it because i did like pre-shadow pre-saturn pre coming home to roost or some shit like that no 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 like i, I don't know if pre-saturn but like at 28 I, I made a choice i made a decision that now i'm i'm cons i'm thinking and i'm like oh wow that was quite the decision that you made you didn't really think that one through you know that's and it's your not moon in sagittarius right just flying off the seat of your or, pants or the aries rising just rushing into impulsive Ru <laughs> rushing rushing and i'm not saying that i regret it but but I understand the weight of the choice. I understand the weight of the decision. I understand that this not only affects me, it affects another person, it affects multiple people. And so I'm just kind of like, oh fuck, I never had to think about other people before. What is going on? I And I guess I have Saturn in the, in the 11th, so that would make sense. I have to think about other people around me. The group at large. So, so, yeah. so, so I got a question for you with with your Saturn being in Aquarius, and Aquarius can uh, signal detachment, can your Saturn be kind of signaling to you that how, or showing you how detached you may have actually been going through, and now it's coming, because the, 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 quote you just said the quote you just said you know is oh i gotta think about other people i gotta you know and with it being in the 11th house of friends humanitarian efforts that type of stuff what are you how are you feeling with that um i i've been an emotional person my whole life but somehow i can be emotionally detached Mm. It's it's like a switch that I can turn on and off sometimes. Um, the detachment. Now, now, with that, can you, I, can you see? Is that the issue that's really uh, coming to the forefront right now? That detachment. Switch, no, the switch. Is the switch the issue? I'm in the storm, Paul. I can't see the issue, but I can feel it. <laughs> I, I can feel it. 
Hey, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. But 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 I but I will say okay, I, I, I will say this and uh a person with Saturn and Aquarius and my entire genera- generation the 92 babies they they probably know what I'm what I'm talking about but my whole life I've had like this thing with friends you know and and groups and you asked me earlier today you're like you ever been in a team no it's always scared the shit out of me to perform in a team and then at the same time it scared the shit out of me to follow a team or to follow a group of people and then not know where the fuck they're taking me I can't handle that it's funny you say that. You want it's funny you say that. You you want to know what? <laughs> I've never really played an individual sport. I've always had to depend on others and I I was at sometimes I used to be like, "Man, I wish I played tennis. I wish I did golf. I wouldn't have to depend on none. That's just me against that other motherfucker." That's your north north talking. Huh? That's your north north talking. I know, but I've always been on team sports. So interestingly enough, I recently joined jujitsu and it's it's martial arts, which I think goes a little bit with Saturn. But I was thinking about it today after you asked me the team, the team uh, question. And I was like, well, shit, I'm in this jujitsu thing and it's a class. It's a, it's a group of people. It's a group class. But it's still individual, though. But we're exactly, exa- exactly. Everybody exa- is learning together individually. Exactly. And when I roll, when I, when I, you know, fight combat with another person, it's just me and that other person. It's not like there's a team behind me or like whatever. It's like, it's on me. If I fuck this up, it's on me. But if I'm in a team and somebody fucks that shit up, I'm just like, what the fuck? Or if I fuck it up, if I'm the leader of that team and I fuck it up, that pressure, I, I, I don't know. I guess I'm, fe- I don't know. That's so weird. I've never even thought about this. I've never given this a second thought at all. Where's Saturn in the-, the 11th. I was about to say, that's not your Saturn. I know. But like, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like, everyone's so different. Hey, hey That's how hey. our brain works. Mine doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. Mm-hmm. I have Saturn and Capricorn, different place. D. Now, now, now everybody knows what we mean by this shit just follows you around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's not the thing that follows me around. So mm-hmm. it's interesting to hear y'all's, y'all's side. What we'll, we'll, we'll follows you around? Oh, just, just like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, we started like, off with the fact that you didn't well, like... Okay. Uh, okay, I got a question for you. Um, well, I think we should start with like where my Saturn is. Well, that's why that's why I was right about to ask you. Where is your okay. Saturn? It is at twenty two degrees Capricorn. Okay. In the tenth house. All right. It squares my ascendant at twenty five degrees Aries, which means it also squares the descendant twenty five degrees Libra, and opposes the fourth house, my fourth house. All right. Now, I have a question for you, D. All right. Earlier, so with your Saturn being Capricorn and 10th house, that's pretty much double. Double strong. Double earth. Double whammy. Yeah. And so, Saturn is strong in Capricorn and it is strong in the 10th house. Well, and, and Saturn rules Capricorn as well. Yeah. Um, so, and, it, and it's also my sole depositor. Is it? It's my sole depositor. If you don't oh, count outer fuck. planets, Pluto is the only planet in my chart that is not affected by Saturn because it's in Scorpio. What is a you, sole depositor? Uh, so Saturn deposits a little bit of its energy into every planet. 
in my chart, except Pluto. Uh, explain that theory of soul depositor. All right. So I, I'm a, we'll start with it? sun sign, right? You're sun in Pisces. I'm a sun in Pisces person. All right. Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. Dispositor. Huh? Dispositor, right? Depositor. Uh, oh, okay. It has something to do with mutual reception? Uh, mutual reception would be like if you had two soul depositors. I don't know. That's that's a weird. So how do you find the first soul depositor? Okay, so I have Sun in Pisces. Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. So you look for your Jupiter. Mine is in Cancer. Cancer is ruled by the moon. So you go to your moon. My moon's in Gemini. Gemini is ruled by Mercury. Mer I have Mercury in Aquarius. Aquarius is ruled by Saturn, which is in Capricorn. Capricorn's ruled by Saturn. So then you get stuck there with Saturn and Capricorn. And all of my planets lead back to Capricorn in that fashion. So you, is that a good way of explaining it? I've never had to explain it before. <laughs> yeah. It was good. I I, I think no, I, I understood. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. I want you to I want you to do that shit again. It's uh I think it's by the way, I think it's called soul dispositor. Dispositor? Dispositor, yeah. D I S. But um, you know what? Uh so from what I've read with like Saturn, and now that I know you have Saturn as your soul dispositor, you should do Venusian things, like focus on Venus. Yes. So so what would be my Dispositor. Right, well, I guess first you'd have to find anything. Okay, so you have Mercury in Virgo, which that is the ruler of. That's Virgo, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the only thing that's like at home, right? As far as planets go. No, I got Venus in Libra. I got. Oh yeah, uh, you have a bunch. Well, he's got. Of he's you got don't have a soul depositor. I got super Jupiter and Sag as well. Yeah, so you well, wouldn't have a soul depositor. Would so you would start by the by the you can you start by the rising sign so the ruler of Gemini so Gemini is ruled by Mercury Mercury is in Virgo Virgo is ruled by Mercury Mercury's in Virgo so Mercury would have dominion over just the ascendant mm. uh and I guess Sun and Pluto would also be deposit Mercury would be a depositor for those dispositor for those so you could do this with any planet or is, mm -hmm. or can you or should you always start with one or i don't think it really matters where you start it matters like once you're done do you have a soul dispositor or do you have several planets that deposit their energy into other planets mm. and then like what you were talking about earlier the what did you call it mutual, mutual reception, reception. So that's like you have two soul depositors. Like if you have sun in cancer, moon in Leo, those uh, keep going back and forth. The sun is ruled by Leo. And you know? the moon is ruled by cancer, yeah. So the, those would, but you keep going back and forth between those two. Yeah, I have a mutual reception between my sun and Jupiter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. Well, D, you just uh, introduced something new to I Am Astrology Readings. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. 
Hey, as you about to. Uh, oh, the question I wanted to ask you was with with uh, your Saturn being in Earth, um, and I said Earth was money, practicality, being being down to Earth, and you know being in the body. Did your Saturn return have anything to do with any of that? I think it would mostly have to do with like being grounded in reality, having to face the facts, face the music, foreseeing things for what they are and um, lifting the veil of illusion and dreams that Pisces wants to put out there and having to just see things for what they are. No bullshit. Damn, your son is uh, sextiling that stellium, huh? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Shit's intense. The, the, er the early half of it, anyway. <laughs> so, um, from so, do you feel differently from 2017 to now? From 2017? Think about where you were the space you were in in 2017 and now we're in 2021 um so five years ago no it's three years four ago. years ago three four four. Oh, well well then you when your saturn return started about 2018 2018 yeah. yeah 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 so so think about the space you were in and you know around 2018 Again, twenty eighteen. Oh yeah, big, big, big difference. In the space you're here now, and beginning of twenty twenty one, coming <sighs> your birthday. Um, can you? Does it? Does it feel like you? Um, been to war or something? Oh yeah, that's a great analogy. <laughs> uh, how would you? Especially for an Aries rising person, I've been dealing with it down in the trenches in the mud. <laughs> mm. That's not funny, but <laughs> I like how you said that. Like I have a twisted sense of humor. What type of issue may have popped up or popped up for you? So, like I was talking about with the, uh, it's squaring the ascendant and the descendant and opposing uh, the fourth house, which is of home, of family. Uh, I feel like I had to totally evaluate who I am as a person who who am I who do I want to be what am I doing here with my life uh how I deal with relationships that's the mm -hmm. other side of the ascendant I felt uh, that how I relate to people how I communicate how I um how I bring things up how I approach a, a conversation uh relationships in my life and uh, family, family was the hardest one. I had to uh, deal with uh, an unsupportive, emotionally vacant family. Uh, which, which I find interesting, with your Saturn being in in um, an Earth sign, right? Because where do we get our our grounding from? Family. Yeah, our initial, yeah. So, yeah, that's your foundation. That's your whole structure. 
uh, for life. That's like, that's, that's your first impression of this world is your family. And like, that's your first impression of how this world works is how things work within your family. How'd that structure feel? Uh, it was bad. And it's hard to talk about. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. So your, your family structure was bad, right? Yeah. So wait, wait, here's the question. So remember how I was just saying, um, we got, you know how you said Saturn is like the time. Yeah. And father time. Yeah. So, and you remember I was saying we got the seven year itch. Mm Mm-hmm. Seven, 14, Mm -hmm. 21. Mm So my, my question is, the things that happened from 7, 14, 21, did it come to a head? Yes. Yes, 100%. All of it. At once, like a giant pimple. (laughs) Can you see how the seven-year cycle built all the way up to the Saturn return that you just had to deal with? And, (laughs) um, And pretty much, I guess what I'm asking is, uh, did all the family stuff that went on early in life, did it come full circle for your Saturn return? Yeah, it definitely came full circle. Uh, so when I was, I guess I should start, like I started going to therapy uh, when I was, I guess I was 18 when I first started, but I was more like 22 or so when I started going consistently. Wait, wait, 22 is your... Mm-hmm. 21 yeah that's one of the that's one of the squares there so at this square i was learning about how my mother is a narcissist and how i survived narcissistic abuse as a child amongst other types of abuse uh, i guess i'm from a battered home uh i'm not really used to saying that yet uh but i was physically that's part of your journey that that yeah that's why i'm coming on the show and uh I've talked about it with several people before you guys, so I'm, right. I'm at a good place to talk about it now. <laughs> right. uh, so uh, there was physical abuse, mental and emotional abuse from both of my parents. Uh, a lot of people like to blame the father, but my mother was just as abusive as he was, uh, just in different ways. Uh, so yeah, when I was hey, 21, abuse, abuse can be verbally as well as physically. Sure. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that I've talked about with my therapist. Also, we, you know, uh, more recently we talked about how verbal abuse can be just as damaging as physical mm-hmm. abuse. As far even as, more. as far as like what goes on in your brain, mm-hmm. chemically, yeah. like the way you respond, uh, to any type of abuse, it's the same. It doesn't matter. Like it's painful. It it, it alerts the pain sensors in your brain. And uh, I don't. We talked about the triple whammy that I have. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um. So yeah, when I was twenty one, I started learning about narcissism and um, realizing that my mother was a narcissist and uh, going through that with her as well as like. Um, her being the stereotypical fiery Latin mother who will beat you with a chancla or whatever the fuck is close by. Uh, Flip flop for those that don't know Spanish. 
Are you going to be my translator? Hey, thank you, because I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, it's a, it, it, it's a hey, flip-flop. It, it's, it's very common in the Hispanic households. I feel... Yeah, it's, look, yes, I, it's, it's so common. So, it's too common. I feel common. Spanish twice. Oh, no. Oh, well, you got two Spanish codes. Hey, Chancla hey, is probably, wait, like, wait, slang. Wait, they probably wouldn't teach you that. Wait, that, 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 uh, that verbs and nouns have pl- uh, gender? What the <laughs> Well, <laughs> what the hell? What y'all talking about gender? Anyway, that's very that. millennial of you, Paul. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> yes, hey, that's, it is. hey, that's why I failed Spanish twice, and I gave up. Uh, and here you are with two with two Spanish speaking co-hosts. What a what a coincidence! You're about to learn. Well, my well, my uh, seventh house is sad, so I do like foreign. Foreign people. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, another question for you, D. Uh, I mean, you don't have to give us no details or nothing. Um, now that you're on the other side, are you feeling more grounded? More? Uh, is it more easier to be in the body, uh, be on Earth right now? Uh, well, that's hard to answer. Uh, I do feel I have more, hard questions. Yeah, I do have. I do feel more grounded as far as um, like who my support group is, who mm. I can trust, who I can count on. Uh, I have another question for you, real quick. Okay. Does family? mean the family you're born to? No, it doesn't. What does family mean to you now? It's it's your circle, I guess. I don't know. Who, who, who do you love? Who do you keep close to you? Who are your friends? Who are your... Uh, who do you feel safe with? Who can you trust? Where do you feel at home? It's interesting you use that word at home with your Saturn sign being in the 10th opposite the fourth. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've had to um, reimagine what I think of as a family and where I belong and um, who I share my energy with. I like that answer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of contamination happening with the people I was, uh, the, pe- the the family I was born into. And uh, I don't know, it was really hard. I don't want to sound heartless or anything, but no, it was sometimes to cut off from them, like to realize that like, this is my, pro- it's like chopping off an arm or a leg. Like, this is my problem. I have to chop it off. Like, so I got a question for you. Okay. And this happened to somebody. Okay. Uh, I think they were hiking one time and they oh, fell. No. I've never had to actually chop off my own arm or leg. But but I got a question for you. If that if that rock had you pinned, your leg pinned, and you wanted to, to survive, and your, your, your phone was over there. Oh. And to get the phone, you had to cut your leg off. I mean, oh I, God! 
I guess if you want to go there, I could imagine my leg being crushed under a giant boulder and it's already mostly ripped off. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, well, be honest with you, D. This just it like, okay, there's just a little bit of flesh left that I have to cut through. I guess I can do it. Well, be honest with you, D. Without, I mean, uh, I know a little bit more of the backstory that you didn't reveal. And that's pretty much what, what you had. Your leg was crushed and it was hanging. And you just had to. I definitely feel like it was a bloody, tumultuous battle that I went through. Cause it was rough. Like, first I cut off with my mother and my sibling on the same day. Cause they had just pissed me off for the last fucking time. But you, but you do realize that's what squares mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You needed Mm -hmm. that. Mm hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. They had just like, they had just wronged me. And I th- I think I've talked about it on uh, IG and Twitter about how um, my mom texted me, I need your date of birth. And then another text message, ASAP. And I was just like, what? This is my biological mother who birthed me and raised me. I'm her firstborn, so... Like, not to brag or anything, but firstborns, like, make you a parent. Like, I'm a parent. That's the day you become a parent. You don't, like, she could have asked anyone else if she really couldn't think of it. Uh, So I was just like, fucking bitch, like, don't talk to me anymore. Uh, And then I turned to my younger sister for support, like just to vent, like, can you believe, like we we both grew up with this crazy woman. Uh, and so like, I don't know, I just need to vent and talk about how mom's being crazy right now. And she told me to go cry about it to someone else. So I was like, okay, like I'm just, I was just totally done with them. Like, I'm always there for you guys. Like, you don't even know my birthday and you're not gonna listen to me just vent like, I don't know, why Why? Why do I keep you around? I know why you keep me around. Cause I listen to y'all. And Gemini so, yeah. Moon. Huh? Gemini Moon. Yeah, I, I and- you listen to them, but they don't return the Gemini, other side of the Gemini energy. Yeah, and I, th- I, re- I, the Gemini Moon, I really value being able to share my emotions, share my feelings, share my thoughts. Uh, and they, I never felt like that was welcome with them. Uh, I, I even had to block both of their numbers because they kept harassing me after Well, well D, guess where all of that is welcome at? On the podcast. Uh, I am astrology reader. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. Um, cause you know, it's, you're talking about this and I, I feel like a sense of familiarity, um, Except that I, I, I didn't like grow up with a, I wouldn't say I grew up with abusive parents, though I did grow up with a really intense Scorpio mother. Um, <laughs> with, with a North Node and the same sign as her Saturn. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you uh, if her story kind of resonates with you a little bit. Mine or? or... No, D, what oh, D these... said, I was wondering if it kind of resonates with you a little bit with your North Node this is off topic, mm-hmm. but, but your North node is where her Saturn is. 
And so I was wondering if you could, if any of that resonated. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I remember uh, in one of, in another earlier podcast, I believe you mentioned something about your dad, not like being physically present, but kind of mute your whole life. And uh, that's exactly the way that I describe my own father, though now, now it's, he's, it's, it's changed. The dynamic has changed, but that dynamic changed. Um, I don't want to say that I had a similar fallout, but I was in a relationship that was very important to me. It meant a lot to me. And my parents were in disagreement of that relationship. Mm. And that created so much tension and so much challenge and a lot of opposition and back and forth. And it took so much of me, like it drained me because I lost a lot, but then at the same time, when all of this uh, happened, I realized how important it was. Like, I didn't need to cut anybody off. Mm. I just needed to set really fucking clear boundaries. Yeah. Like, you don't fuck with me, and I won't fuck with you. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because I was, that was gonna be my next question. Indeed. Yeah, and 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 I'm I'm listening I to your story, and I totally empathize. I'm I'm, I'm gonna let you finish, Paul, but I I totally empathize, but. I, I think maybe one day uh, either they either your family might come around to it or you might get to the point where you might be like, damn, I probably didn't need to cut this off. Though the cutting off is probably what will lead to this, but yeah. it's just the boundaries. Like they need to know who you are and, and the fact that like you even even if you're like my blood, like you don't cross this line because we are adults and we have to respect each other. Right. And that is a big thing with Aries rising. And I was going, that's why I was going to ask you, D, uh, is boundaries, can you feel like a bigger level of boundary? You put it up, put up a bigger level of boundary since coming Yeah, I feel like, uh, so it's been over a year now that I've talked to anyone in my immediate family, mom, dad, and sibling. Uh, I've cut up, I've cut off. How do you feel about not talking to me? I still feel kind of guilty, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel so much peace. Like, yeah. I feel guilty for feeling so much peace. <laughs> what is that? R- r- like, that's guilty interesting. It just like, my life is so much, like I can focus, I feel like I can focus on my multiple chronic illnesses now. I can focus on my kids now. I can focus on my spouse and my family and what's happening in me instead of being pulled in all their different directions, like all their drama. Like it was always, always about them. And it was never about me and they never listened to me. And I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like so much more nourished by the people that do value me and that I'm allowing to uh, share my energy with, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Uh, to I've go been... back to like what Claudia was said about the boundaries thing, I've cut off from uh, my mom multiple times before this, and my dad maybe once before this. Um, but it, this is like a thing. Like they don't respect the boundaries that I put up, so I keep having to like just I'm done. Like I can't do this anymore, and this is the longest that I've ever gone. So I got a question for you: Do you respect the boundaries that you put up? That's that's what it's about. More like I have to like me calling them is breaking my own boundaries because I know what's on the other end of that phone call. 
Well, I, I think at this point, it would it, it's good that there's been like separation because I think both sides have a lot, like probably have a lot to think about or have thought about a lot. Yeah. yeah. And space is, space is often good. And, and it's funny because I feel like what you just went through, I had a, a similar thing with a friend mm-hmm. uh, where it had to be one of those cut off for longer than a year. And this person mm-hmm. tried a lot. Mm-hmm. This person would try but that was it like this this is my like this is my boundary you know if when i choose to talk to you i will speak to you and and it's and i'm not saying that like i got this all figured out i still have to work through it mm-hmm. but i've been in that position where you completely cut someone off and it makes you feel bad because yeah. it's it's like a it's like a Pis- i love them i want to be here for them it's a Piscean so guilt. bad to me yeah but every time I'm around you, you hurt me. Every time I talk to you, you hurt me. Every time I have to deal with you at all, you hurt me. So like, why do I keep showing up? They have something to teach you. Yeah, boundaries. <laughs> exactly, uh, precisely. I have one more question for you. And and this question is not really for me, but it's, I wanna hear your opinion for the people out there who uh, maybe struggling with something. What is your opinion on therapy? Going to therapy. Ooh, you should go to therapy. Why? Because you suck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm serious. You know, uh, I'm serious. I, I, <laughs> did you um did you start going to therapy before your Saturn return or? Way, yeah, I've been going to therapy uh, off and on for over 10 years now. All right. Has it helped you? Did it help you kind of uh, It, it helps you unpack all this baggage that you have. And, like, you don't realize how much baggage you have until you actually start unpacking it. Mm. You don't you, realize what your triggers are. The reason I'm asking you is, you know, sometimes therapy has a stigma. And we're sitting up here talking about shadow and all that stuff. Um, uh, uh, sometimes a reading from an astrologer or a tarot person, not going to get it. Yeah. No, you. De- I definitely see a psychologist, not a psychiatrist. Psychiatrists, <laughs> in my opinion, tend to just give you drugs and not listen to you and you don't get to do all of that good unpacking that is really spiritually and emotionally healing for you. Um, Not to shame anyone who does need uh, prescription medication, just I feel like way too many people get on it without even like getting real therapy. Like they just go in and get drugs and they think that's life now. Now I have this mental illness. I'm a crazy person or whatever, like the stigma they feel. Um, It really helps you. uh, So like for me, for a long time, they they were having me, what what are your triggers? Identify your triggers. And that was really hard for me. Like, I don't know what my triggers are. I can't see them when they're happening. Uh, So we switched modes into like, look for your trauma responses, which would be like, nervous habits and tics that come out under like, stress like clicking your pen yeah like clicking my pen <laughs> 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 I 
That's one of them. I, I know I said I had one more question, but now what you just said, those last couple of things, now I got another question. Being that you are an astrologer and being that you went through therapy for those years, can you see that stuff in your chart? Oh, yeah, yeah, certain stuff. But I feel like uh, astrologers reading our own charts, we're, we have our blind spots, definitely. But like now that I have shined a light on these blind spots with therapy, I can see how like the planets are creating that tension that I'm going through. And it helps me be a better astrologer, I think, going through the work myself of finding your trauma responses and your triggers. Let me ask you a question. Finding that in the chart and then you get to be able to read better. I got another question. Because um, right. you just said something and me and Claudia had this discussion before. What's that? Should, should somebody be giving uh, readings before they hit their first Saturn return? Oh, I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Do what you want. Like, well, you know, I, I, there's some young astrologers, like me and Claudia are young astrologers. I just went through my Saturn return. Like I was doing astrology before I'm, that. Yeah, I know, but now- I definitely came, feel now, more seasoned now. That, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I was, that's what I was- But wondering. whatever, just if you're a young astrologer, keep doing it and focus and work there's on just, it because the world needs more of us. There's just an experience that occurs when, when you go through your Saturn return. You're watching that, it happen. It's like watching the clock. Yeah. It's like watching the, the giant cosmic clock. Huh. Interesting. And you see how it plays out. And then you're just like, oh, God, that's what was happening at this time. I don't know. It just make, makes a lot of things click. Uh, you just mentioned something that I use in readings and stuff sometimes uh, when I talk about uh, shadow. Um, what is the first thing you do when you walk into a dark room? Turn the light on. And that is dealing with your shadow. Um, you know, it, and that's how why I begin with, oh, we, we tackling a top, a, a scary topic, but it won't be so scary if you walk into that room and- Once you shine the light on it. Turn on the light, see what's in there. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what I, that's what I preach, I guess, in my stuff too, is like face your shadow, face your darkness, uh, slay your demons, face um, them, own them. Why, why, I, I'll just, I, well, I'll just tell y'all why, because the feeling, the lightness that D spoke of, uh, that peace. Um, it, it, she's just coming out of it, probably still a little bit in her shadow, but that peace that she's talking about feeling, that lighter stuff, that is coming out of your Saturn return. That is going into the shadow, that's turning on the light, that's doing your shadow work, that's why you should do it. Yeah, you may feel heavy, you may feel scared, you may feel whatever you got. But we, it, you know, one of the things people really don't realize is astrology is active, it's not passive. Mm -hmm. You have to do the work. You have to. You have to do the work. I mean, I could tell you, hey, this conjunction, that and that, and good, but it don't mean nothing if you don't work on it. 
like Claudia said earlier, we, she could commiserate with me and having like somewhat of a mute father, not someone who just doesn't talk the strong, silent type. Emphasis. <laughs> Super emphasis. strong, silent. <laughs> yes. Emphasis on strong, silent type. Dude, uh, my dad's, my dad's been a stone his whole life. <laughs> yeah, that that's, we relate with that a lot. And, uh, through therapy, I learned that my father probably has Asperger's syndrome, which explains a lot of what of the emotional vacancy that I talked about earlier in the show in my childhood and just not having that connection, I what guess. Is, what is that? Uh, I think it is on the autism spectrum, yeah, it's, it's but like it's very high functioning. Mm. So they usually uh, only want to talk about their favorite subject. They only want to talk about one thing, and that's their favorite thing. They won't talk about anything else. With my, with so they don't talk about nothing, nothing but they have else. regular lives because he's he's been married to this woman for his whole life. They uh, <laughs> They don't mimic facial expressions so like you guys both look like interested in what i'm saying right now and reacting to what i'm saying he has a stoic unresponsive face for for everything unless it's about that's, his favorite subject that's the topic um, that, that's the word sorry stoic so um what's another thing uh staring staring a lot he does, what, okay, so here's the thing with my dad. He he won't give you, no eye contact. He won't give you no eye contact. And no eye contact is a is a symptom, I guess. I don't know mm -hmm. what it's called. Of autism, yeah. Yeah, so it's either no eye contact or staring. And, and unresponsive staring. <laughs> it's really awkward. So it's just a few things. But that is a, one benefit that I had through therapy. He came to live with us for a while. I was looking for signs of all of Alzheimer's because his mother had Alzheimer's and it's just, he's getting old, you know, it's just, he's still young, but you know, just he's living with me. So it's my responsibility it. to do that. And I wasn't finding those kinds of signs and I was going to therapy. So I was also talking to the therapist about it just kind of nonchalantly, but then getting more in depth. Like I think he has you know, I was doing my own research and she helped me through that. And I'm not just pulling this out of my ass or, you know, trying to disgrace my father or anything. Uh, but no, I really, I really dealt with this my whole life. And a big thing with him was that he wouldn't let us cry. We weren't allowed to cry. And um, that's hard. I, yeah, I feel like I was raised like a boy. Not that boys should be raised like that either, but I really can commiserate with, you know, men who deal with, you know, the toxic masculinity of don't cry, man up, get over it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that's a really, that's an amazing uh, point you just brought up. Wow. That's deep. Thank you. <laughs> I can be pr very profound at times. <laughs> no, but I, I, I will, astrologically, I, I know you're charged, so like, it makes sense. Yeah. So go to therapy. I've got a question for you. <laughs> now, um, finding out that he has that, 
does it or, or could have it or could have it oh, definitely no, he, has it like no, i only named a few things but he checks off most things on the list all right. does that change anything a little bit so i definitely have more sympathy for my father than for my mother or my sister who are like being egocentric on purpose that's a, that's also a sickness by the way narcissism yeah I definitely uh just i feel like it's more reprimandable <laughs> versus like asperger's or autism being on the spectrum is like I wish I could show more sympathy for my dad, but I like the same thing with him. Even Asperger's is a very self-centered disease. They only care about what they want to talk about, what they want to do, where they want to go, uh, what they want to listen to. So like I spent most of my life with these people just putting every one of my needs or desires on the back burner to satisfy my parents. Um, Oh, we didn't even talk about vaccine injury. That was a big part too. Uh, whenever I found out I was vaccine injured is that they didn't believe me, even though it came from a doctor and they didn't support me. And it took a long time for them to believe me and get on my side. And even once they did believe me, they didn't do much to change their ways to accommodate a chronically ill person who looks fine on the outside an invisible illness but is being torn apart on the inside which would would kind of speak to the uh saturn and earth being comfortable yes. in the body or yes. uncomfortable in the body yes and not having that f familiar family support system yes so I had to re-identify, I had to figure out who I even was as a person. Like, what do I like? Cause all my life I've gone through, what do you want to do? What do they want to do? Yeah. What, you know, like they're telling me what to do. Yeah, that explains a lot. So when I say, D, what you, hey, what subject you want to talk about on the, on the show? <laughs> You're like, man, I don't know. Whatever oh. you want, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not used to somebody asking me. <laughs> and then okay to tie it back into the 10th house so we talked about first house seventh house is connections with other people and then the family ties the fourth house mm. the conjunction or the return happened in the 10th house and this is something that i forgot to say even on our 2020 review is that in 2020 i became the queen of nightmares and, and madness oh did you that was 2020 yeah uh, I, I rebranded re myself. I, I leaned into it. Like I was so tired of trying to be happy, trying to, you know, have this uh, stereotypical white picket fence life when I just don't have the foundation for that at all. I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't redo it. This is what I have. So I just wanted to lean into it and just embody it and take it and have it as my own and become like, you have nightmares come come to me i've got about your dream in interpretation you've got madness happening in your chart let me let me get your astrology pulled up let me help you i've been through therapy i've been through the thick of it i've been through war i've been through battles and hardships and heartbreak and tears and uh muscle spasms and jaw popping and 
uh, chronic illness and chronic pain. Like I have got it all. If you're crazy, I'm crazy too. So <laughs> <laughs> that was very interesting. I, I speak your language. I know what it's like. Uh, honestly, everybody, that's the first time I even heard that part. So uh, that was some great. Uh, that was some deep shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I didn't, like it. I, I didn't know. I didn't know that's when you became the queen of dreams. Me neither. Of nightmares. Of oh, nightmares. nightmares. Yeah, like okay, you know how it came out? It was one of those stupid uh, little quiz things where like, put, what's the first letter of your first name? Your the day you were born. You know those little things that they have like, if you have this letter, then you're this. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was one of those little like dumb puzzle things where's your jupiter in libra or scorpio no in cancer you have jupiter in cancer interesting but anyway the little puzzle thing came out to like d was queen and i don't remember the other questions but it came out to the queen of nightmares and madness and i was just like god this is what (laughs) i'm trying to figure out with my life like who am i like I, you know, like I was, I was already trying to lean into it, and then I took this dumb little thing, and I was like, "I'm gonna stick with that. I like that. <laughs> I like that title." <laughs> <laughs> it wow. embodies what I'm working with. Wow. Wow. So deep. Wow, for real. <laughs> you was worried about doing this Saturn show. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I was so nervous. I kept putting it off. Well, you, you didn't cry. I thought you were going to cry. I'm glad yeah. you didn't. How you feel now? I don't know. Strong. Empowered. You're very strong. <laughs> hey, hey, you. that was uh, a really uh, great story you just told. Thank you. I am glad it was. I mean, I mean I'm thank not you for sharing. Up, I'm not sitting up here saying, you know, it was great because you went through all that. I'm not saying. No, yeah, I understand. Saying, you know. Uh, I think it was a powerful example of, uh, you know, uh, Saturn in the tenth house, Capricorn. You know, the and if you think about it, Capricorn is authority, and a lot of a lot of things you were talking about were dealing with the authority figures in your house. Yeah, a and lot of how it. they did not support you. Right. I do have some notes on. Um how to help people go, get through any tribulations that they might be going through. If you don't mind me sharing. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So I guess we already talked about boundaries and therapy, which are, you know, pretty staple. You got to set those up as your foundations first, but things that really helped me through my Saturn return Uh, my therapist encouraged me to write and journal. And if you're, um, the paranoid type who doesn't want people finding your journal and reading it, there's this practice of writing it and burning it to release it and having like a practice of letting go of this energy. Um, if you have turmoil with someone, aren't you supposed to do that for the new moon as well? 
Uh, you could incorporate it with a new moon or full yeah. moon practice. That's yeah, probably a good somebody, time to do uh, it. Um, but I'm just trying to be general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I thought somebody told me something about writing something and burning it. it. It is very cathartic and healing. It help, it really helps you. Okay, so like it, like I was about to say, if you really have turmoil with someone, you can't skip all the steps and go straight to forgiveness of this person. Uh, you have to get angry. You have to let all of that anger out. And a good way to do that is to write it all down, get mean, say every mean thing that you wanted to say to this person, every hateful thing. If, uh, if you're going through like child, if you've been through child abuse or uh, sexual trauma or anything of that matter, use phrases like, how dare you? How could you? How could you have done this to me? I was so young. Like get really raw and deep with it. To, you want to get it out. You want to, I mean, go slow, go at your own pace, but you really want to take this time to like really get it out on paper um, to release that, especially if it's not safe to release it to that person, to their face. Um, art therapy has been a really big thing for me. Um, I wasn't an artist before my therapist recommended art therapy. Mm. And now You've been an artist your whole life. You're a Pisces. Sure. <laughs> but I never really considered myself one until therapists, you know, recommended <laughs> art therapy. And then I started practicing and got good at it. So there you go. Up? You know what I never considered myself? A podcaster? No. <laughs> Claudia had to tell me I was this week. What's that? What did you tell me I was? What are you? You said, uh, we've said I, so much. Like, I, I forgot, dude. I, I sent, wait, actually, to be honest with you, to bring this whole thing full circle, it has <laughs> something to do with my Saturn and Gemini. I sent you an article. And I'm I going said, into our text now. No, wait. You gonna <laughs> tell us. No, you're gonna remember. I said, I said, Claudia, check this article out. Oh, yeah, a writer. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, you're wait, right. wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Tell them what I said about that person. What oh, that yeah. Person? He he was all like, he said something along the lines of like. Oh, I really like how she writes, or she's a really good writer, or something like that. Or that that's how a writer's supposed to be. And I was just like, I said, what are you no, talking? I tell you, I said, Claudia, look at this article. <laughs> she is a real writer. Yeah, she's a real writer. That's the word you use. And I'm like, what? Text what me are back, you? Like, well, you're what? a real writer. <laughs> no, I was like, what are you, a fake writer? Yeah. And then I went in. I was like, dude, you've been writing forever. Even Rob, what the fuck are you talking about? It don't about? matter if you're a bad writer. You're still a writer. Exactly. Hey. Like if you write, you're a writer. If you a are a writer writes every day. D, I didn't see my I don't see myself that way. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't ever see myself as an artist, but I'm starting to like feel it more. Paul, oh, you write every day. <laughs> you write every <laughs> you day. write every day. Literally. Yeah, but it's not traditional type writing, you know. It's it doesn't have to be. That's your style. That's the way that's how you write. You know, that's and that's the beauty of, of writers that everybody has their own voice, their own style of writing. Well now we now we starting to get on my north node. And with that being said, we can go ahead and end this one. We're <laughs> getting to north node. So uh D. Is there any last things you got? 
Uh, I just had a diet and exercise really help you get through depressive episodes, reaching out and finding a support group, even if it's online with friends who are far away, lean into it. If that's all you got, you got to make do with what you got. Um, And then I had a few books that I recommend. Um, Ancestral Trauma. If you're dealing with ancestral trauma, there's this book called It Didn't Start With You, How Inherited Family Trauma Shapes Who We Are and How to End the Cycle by Mark Wallin, W-O-L-Y-N-N. It's really good and it helped me a lot. Another one is Toxic Parents Overcoming Their Hurtful Legacy and Reclaiming Your Life by Susan Forward. And The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma by Bessel van der Kolk. Uh, And those last two books, even the authors who are writing the books recommend that if you are not in therapy, stop reading this book because they are, they go deep and it's very intense and you need to be in therapy being led and guided through them. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all I've got. If you want to check me out, find me on my website, dream-astrology.com. You forgot one. You forgot one on your list. On my list of books? No, well, ways that they can help the people. They can reach out to you. They can reach out to me. Oh, yeah. And you can right. help them, right? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The, I can help you. <laughs> How, how, how can we reach out? Madness, I can help you with your astrology chart. And how can I get in touch with you? Find me on my website, Dream And your astrology. dreams, her Uh-oh. dream interpretation is the best. Oh, thank you so much, Claudia. The best. <laughs> Every time I have a dream, I'm like, damn, I got to hit up D. <laughs> yes, hit me up, hit me up on my website. Yeah, all right, Claudia. Well, you got any last words on Saturn and, and tell the people how to get in touch with you? <laughs> I'll see everybody on the other side of Saturn return. Uh, <laughs> I, have a, I have another year or so to go. So we'll see how, how it works out. But um, yeah, you know, I, uh, we didn't really talk about the second Saturn return, actually. So we're going to have to pick no, you back off of that one again. Sa- well, I guess we did talk about your Saturn a little bit. No, but not the second one. The second yeah. one, I think, is a little different. Right, Paul? Next time. Uh, yeah, I've been yeah. running into a couple of people that's on that now yeah but uh yeah no it just you know just you have to make friends with saturn really always and uh if anybody wants to reach out my website's waltavision.com you can hit me up on instagram at walta w-a-l-t-a uh book a reading i have these t-shirts i'm gonna have some incense coming out cool some nice stickers yeah wow look at uh look at claudia stepping up a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of speaking of stepping up game, uh, D forgot to tell y'all about her damn calendars. Yeah, I got my calendars, y'all. The new year is quickly approaching. The astrological new year. D, I'm gonna have to teach you about salesmanship. (laughs) I can't can't be reminding people about your calendar. Come on, I know, right? (laughs) Moon and Gemini. I want to thank you two ladies for, uh, you know, being with Very me. long episode. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I want to thank you two for sharing, uh, especially you, D. I know uh, this subject was uh, 
a, a sticky subject for you, especially just finishing coming up out of that. But I'm glad that you shared because I'm pretty sure we will have some people listening that will really resonate with it. And in fact, you really didn't know that your co-host was resonating with your story with her North Node over there. And yeah, that's what's up. The <laughs> it's good to have good feedback. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and, and the last thing I want to say is uh, the people you was born with may be tripping, but you got a family with I Am Astrology reading. That's right. I'm definitely oh, that's true. With you guys. You, know, uh, you got uh, family in Miami, too. Yeah. Ooh, what's up? <laughs> I want to thank everyone for joining us. Uh, if you want to uh, hear my, read my horoscope, you can come on website, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I haven't said this in a while. Can you please like the show and share it with three of your friends? You know, please. That's, 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 that's <laughs> all the cherry on top. Yeah, just listen and just share it with your friends and say, hey, you know, you want to hear some people kicking some cool astrology stuff? You with know? some sick beats in the background. Yeah. I can't and forget the beats. Theme interpretations and they 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 bring in, you know, share share high am astrology readings with your friends. And yeah. if anybody out there has a, a Saturn return story that they would personally like to share, uh should they give should they send an email to to you, Paul? No, let them send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but we would share it here, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, my question. For sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, if anybody want to uh, send in their story, we should talk. Matter of fact, if somebody might want to share their story on the store, on the show, we might be able to set something up and let you come on and share it with us. So, you know, uh, thank everyone. And y'all know how we always end this. Know thyself and balance your energy. Peace. I started off with questions, and then it's number two. Things on my mind, why this, what that, what should we do? The questions that they're searching, you diving into the seeking. Go for some land, leaking. These niggas get to tweaking. Where you don't be get to preaching, you don't be telling me that my fate is in the stars, you read my energy. You got the recipe to get the ecstasy. I'm shifting gears on the things that you won't believe. Now people don't see, she starts on Christmas seed. It's from the start, that's why you trap, you stuck, you can't leave. You best be on your knees, confess your sins of move. Don't have no question, have the faith, you trust, you know the truth. Can't be slanted, you think it's just be planted It's warfare, the bonds flow, collateral damage I manage